Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and you know the deal here. So I want you all to listen up now and get a load of this. Most parents mean very well and want the very best for their children. But sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, even though they do mean very well and want the very best for their children, they just don't know when to shut the heck up. And that includes the king himself, LeBron James. So like I said, listen up here because you're really going to want to get a load of this. So, LeBron, this past week, was bent out of shape a bit, put up some tweets, which he he has since taken down, all right? Uh, And he was bent out of shape because his son, Bronny, who's a freshman at USC, a highly touted freshman basketball player at USC, um was in the news because there's been some mock drafts and you know if for some reason you're not familiar with Bronny as I say he's a freshman at USC very scary earlier in the year he had a cardiac seizure um took him time to come back but you know he's back with the team okay you know cleared uh bill of health and and all that but in this mock draft he was projected as pick number 39, they were, you know, coming out of high school and when he was in high school, all the talk was, you know, LeBron James' son and he's going to be a lottery pick, uh, yada, 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 bada beep, bada bop, bada boop. But it hasn't worked out that way this year. Not even anything close to it, all right? Not anything close to it. So in this mock draft uh, or mock drafts, uh, he he was viewed as, you know, not a even a first round pick this year. In fact, he's being projected as a second round pick in twenty twenty five. All right. Now, LeBron tweets out, and I'm I'm going to read this to you. Can you all please just let the kid be a kid? and enjoy college basketball. The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If you all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works in capitals. Earned, not given. Okay. That's fine. You know, if a parent says that, and LeBron is the parent here, that's fine. But Le- LeBron's comments there are tremendously, tremendously hypocritical, and it makes LeBron sounds like sound like a dope, like a fool. You, you know, Le- Le- look, LeBron's a bright guy, and he's done some wonderful thing for kids, put kids through college. You know, underprivileged kids, great. He's also made some stupid remarks about human rights, 
anti-Semitism, but I'm not getting into that now. We're talking about him and his kid right here, okay? We're going to talk about him and his kid right here. I don't know if you remember, back in, actually, two years ago, two years ago, when his son was still in high school, I quote LeBron James, my last year will be played with my son. My last year will be played with my son. Now, what does that tell you, folks? What it tells me is that LeBron James put the target on his son Bronny's back. On his back, between his eyes, wherever. He was telling the world that his son is going to be an NBA player instead of just letting his son be what his son was as a high school player moving on to college. But that wasn't good enough. So if LeBron wants to complain, LeBron needs to look in the mirror because he created this situation. LeBron James created this situation for his son. And quite frankly, at the time, and I didn't know anything about Bronny James. Nothing at all. zippity doo da Nothing whatsoever. But you hear LeBron James considered one of the greatest players of all time. Just hit the 40,000 point mark. That LeBron James, you hear him talk about his son saying, my last year will be played with my son. What's that tell you? And you know the world that we're in now, and he certainly knows the world, LeBron knows the world that we're in now, because he's got all those followers, whether it's on X, Twitter, whatever the heck you want to call it, whether it's on Instagram, he's got all those followers. For crying out loud, Bronny has seven and a half million followers. You think Bronny James has seven and a half million followers or eight million followers, whatever the heck it is, because he's Bronny James? Or does he have it because he's the son of LeBron James? Think about it. It's common sense. What were you thinking about, LeBron James? Here's another one for you, folks. You know, we don't hear from the kid. We don't hear from Bronny. We just hear from his dad. Yet, how about this? Bronny James has had deals with Nike, Beats Audio, an underwear company, P- PSD, Tops. His net worth is valued at, you know what his NIL deals are? He's the highest. Bronny James is the highest of all those in college. He has the highest NIL deals of anyone, anyone, 
You hear what I'm saying? Anyone. Yeah. Hey, hey, let, let, let me read some so, let me read some deals for you to give you an idea. Well, it says here Bronny is at 6.1 million number one. Shador Sanders, Deion Sanders kid, who's who's the quarterback at uh, Colorado, 4.1 million. Arch Manning, the nephew of Eli and Peyton, 2.9. Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, who's projected to be number one in the NFL draft coming up. Caleb Williams, who was a is a Heisman Trophy winner, 2.6 million. Travis Hunter, a star player for Colorado, 1.8 million. Derek May, projected from North Carolina to go in the um, uh, t- top three picks in the draft. Quarterback, 1.5 million. Bo Nix, another quarterback from Oregon, 1.4. Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr., the son of the great Mar- Marvin Harrison, Hall of Fame wide receiver. Marvin Harrison Jr., his NIL deal, 1.4. Bryce James, his younger brother in high school, 1.2. Do you think they're getting that kind of money because their name is Bronny and Bryce? Or do you think that they're getting those deals because they're LeBron James' kid? And I'm not knocking that. I mean, I you've heard me knock NIL deals all along. I'll continue to do that, but that's not what today is about. I'm talking about LeBron James here. We all want the very best for our kids. We all want the very, very best for our kids. I certainly have felt that way. I think uh, that way about my kids. I think that way about my grandkids. Of course we do. That's all. No ifs, ends, or buts about it. We all want the very best. But for crying out loud. So he's getting bent out of shape, LeBron, because... People view his son right now as not an NBA-level player right now. And we all got to back off. I will repeat, can you all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? Well, you know what, LeBron? You, You have not let your son be a kid. You have not allowed him to be a kid. They didn't give him that money. Because of his talent and what he's bringing to the school. They gave him that money because he's LeBron James' son. And you put the target on his back. Talking about my last year will be played with my son. And and now you get upset. And, and, And you're scolding people. Y'all don't know he doesn't care what a mock draft says. Well, you know, maybe he doesn't care, but it seems you care because you sound a little twisted, LeBron. You sound a little twisted. 
Listen, I wish, first of all, when his son went down with that cardiac arrest, I mean, I was sick to my stomach. That's every parent's worst nightmare. Worst nightmare. So thank God he's back at USC and he's playing. University of Southern California. But, man, think about it. You have the nerve to talk about you know, what people, you are the one who made the big deal about your son. You more so than anybody else. You got him those deals. You and your name got him those deals with Nike. Why is Nike giving him deals? Why is Beats giving him deals? And, and, and an underwear company to some kid in high school? Who, if he wasn't LeBron James's son, nobody would know who the heck he is. I, I just think that whole thing, I mean, really, really foolish on LeBron's part. You know, and th- then he, com- he came out with another one. And to all the other kids out there striving to be great, just keep your head down, blinders on, and keep grinding. These mock drafts doesn't matter one bit. I promise you, only the work matters. Let's talk real basketball, people. And he has since taken the tweets down. But are, are you kidding me? Who? Who? Wh- why do you think the media is so interested in Bronny? It's because of LeBron. And LeBron, hey, he ran his mouth recently following a... I think it was a game against the Grizzlies. He said, Bronny could play for us right now, meaning the Lakers. Bronny could play for us right now. The kid's averaging five and a half points a game at USC. Yeah, but, you know, he's, he's a prospect whose name attracts plenty of attention. But uh, really? So, you know, Bronny has said whether he goes in the draft is going to depend interest from what teams are interested in him or not. Whatever the case. I- I'm just saying LeBron James needs to shut up and use some common sense. Don't blame anybody because you needed, you, you should have thought this out long and hard because you know what the spotlight under the media is. You've been under it white hot your whole career. Going back to high school. Back to your days in Ohio. So LeBron James should have known better. So LeBron, don't be criticizing anybody. Nobody's saying your kid's a bum. Nobody's saying that at all. But speculation comes with the territory. And the fact that your son is averaging five and a half points a game in a season that was marred earlier by a cardiac arrest, 
I, I don't think anybody is insulting the kid, nor is anybody insulting you. I think you've insulted yourself along with everybody else by coming out with, can you all please let the kid just be a kid and enjoy college basketball? You have not allowed the kid to be a kid because kids don't make $6 million in NIL deals, okay? Kids don't just make get Nike deals and Beats audio deals and underwear deals. LeBron, little word of advice, shut up, all right? Okay, sticking with basketball, big time, big time congratulations to women's basketball star Caitlin Clark of Ohio, who's the all-time NCAA scoring leader. Not just for women, but for everyone, women and men. And and listen, I've watched her this year. I enjoy reading about her. I enjoy uh, seeing her interviews. She is, I mean, she's something else to watch. She is something else to watch. You know, people have kidded like like she's the female Pete Maravich. They instead of you know Pete, of course, let him rest in peace. Who unfortunately passed away at the age of forty. Uh, Pete uh, was called Pistol Pete, and some people affectionately call her Ponytail Pete. It's a nice comparison. And I am listen. I'm not taking anything away from Caitlin Clark. Not at all. She's not good for college sports. She is wonderful for college sports. And what she's done for uh, the, the women's game is off the charts. She's, make it a, she's made it a happening to go watch her play. The interest, you know, the, the first real interest, when I... And I'm the father of two grown married women who've given me three wonderful grandsons. But my first interest in women's sports, really, I mean, really interested in women's team sports, let me put it that way, because you always have interested in, in track and field. Well, I always did. But in women's sports was the Yukon Lady Huskies, coached by Gino Oriema. I mean, you know, what they've done and what they've created and, and how they sell out. It's just a, w- tremendous stories. But Caitlin now has taken it to a whole other level. I think it's just wonderful. But I'm watching the game, and I really have avoided getting into this discussion because I don't like to because... People say, oh, you're downgrading Caitlin's accomplishment. I'm not downgrading anything. But Caitlin Clark surpassed Pete Maravich. She needed uh, going into um, yesterday's game against Ohio State. She needed 18 points. She got him in the first half. That gave her... Um, 3,668 points. 
she she subsequently ended up with 35 points so her total right now is 3685 wonderful wonderful and as i'm watching the game i'm hearing the announcer say and she leaves this with that this many points and that many points and history in her back pocket and again i'm not taking anything away from caitlin clark but pistol pete maravich got his points in a time when freshmen weren't allowed to play college basketball. Okay? he So he only played three years. And in his first year in 67 and 68, he averaged 43.8 points a game. In 68-69, 44.2 points per game. In 69-70, 44.5 points per game. Folks, he was doing this when there was no three-point line. He was doing this when there was no shot clock. Why does no shot clock make a difference? Because that would slow the game down, not speed it up. That would slow the game down, and you can try and stall and keep the ball away. He couldn't play as a freshman. You know, he he scored in his very first college game. And, and, you know, maybe some of you folks are not familiar with Pistol Pete Maravich, who, who played at LSU, but you should be. You should be. Because this is legendary. In his very first game against uh, Southeastern Louisiana, 50 points, 11 assists, 14 rebounds. His first game. You know, his former coach, Dale Brown, who also coached Shaquille O'Neal, he charted every shot Maravich scored. And and Brown came to the conclusion that if his long-range shots counted from three, Brown deduced, came to the conclusion Pete would have averaged 57 points per game with 12 three-pointers per game. Again, I'm not taking anything away from Caitlin Clark. The girl is amazing, wonderful to watch. It's a treat to watch. I would go pay to see her play. But don't compare the records. Don't compare the records because, you know what? It's not fair to Caitlin Clark, and it's certainly not fair to the memory of Pete Maravich. That's all. It's completely different. There's a shot clock. There's a three-point line. He, I mean, the guy scored um, more than 60 points four times. I think it was 60, 64, 66, and 69. 68 or 69. Think about that. Without the three-point shot. Without the three-point shot. So again... Clap kudos to Caitlin Clark. What she did was wonderful. But if we want to call it, everybody's making a big deal about she's passed. It's both for men and for women. Not just women, but for men too. And I'm not some... 
chauvinistic Neanderthal, okay? I think it's marvelous what Caitlin Clark has done, but please, it's not the same as what Pete Maravich accomplished, okay? And let me just leave it at that, okay? It's just not the same. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. As always, you can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because I tell you each and every week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. Above all, though, I got to thank you good people out there because without you people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. And once again, please let me remind you, I do it each and every week. Please download the Yes app so you can watch me every week on my video version of Get a Load of This each week by simply downloading the Yes app. So you do it and tell your friends and family to do the same. But that's a wrap, as I said, for this week. Until next time, it is Ira Salzberg bidding you all a fine bye-bye, so long, farewell, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.